Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where each week and every week we crack open some mystery beer and try and work out how much it costs. Yes, so today we are back with the blinds and it's pale ale on the plate. Yes, we'll test our palates against the palest of ales. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. So, we got a little uh, carried away in the intro. So, yes, pale ale. Hopefully, it's just the uh, stereotypical pale ale that we're potentially drinking and not the whole category of pale ale. Yes, it's always a bit of a risk with uh, with these blind taste testers because we go down to a bottle shop and we explain to them what we're doing and they look at us quizzically for a moment and then say, you want me to do what now? And then... <laughs> We explain again that we require what we require and we require to not know. And then we just cross our fingers that they got us what we asked for. Yeah, three mystery drinks. Mm. All right. So I, yeah, I usually go to the same bottle shop each time to, because uh, I recognize a few of the guys now. Yeah, and I, I try and go to the same place every time as well. Because, um, you know, they, they get to remember. You tell people that you do a podcast about alcohol and they... There is pickup. Pick yeah, up. exactly. There, there is pickup. But today, I got somebody who I hadn't asked the strange question to before. Mm, so you had to uh, teach them what we do. Yeah, I ha- had to do the explanation, and now we cross our fingers that the end result has turned out pleasant. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they did fine. Oh, I expect so. Yes. All right. We have drink number one. <laughs> Again, mm. no idea what it is. Yep. Pale ale, the first. Yeah. Did they uh, cover up the caps in these ones? Uh, that is a negative. They're just in bags. All right. Uh, so we'll just have to do our best to not... To not look. Yes. Not, not look too closely. All right. Caps upside down. Oh, I think I might have seen... There's a label at the top. It is a very... Yeah, I think I know what this one is, unfortunately. It's hard not to see. But we'll just, just pretend that, we don't re- that I don't recognize it. All right. In, so, yes. Looks like a pale ale. Smells like a pale ale. <laughs> yep. Smells very hoppy. Mm, very fruity too, actually. Hmm. Nice and fizzy. Oh, I recognize this taste. Oh? Oh, I know exactly what this is. Actually, this is... It's familiar to me as well. Yeah. But I can't quite put my finger on it. So mm. th- this will be like the, those blind taste tests where I immediately knew exactly what it was. Yeah. Well, I I love craft beer. So, of course, I've had a lot of... Uh, store-bought craft beer before. And this is one of my favorites. And it, it's quite pleasant. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's hoppy. It's a little bit sweet. 
It's not bitter. Oh, it's, it's a teeniest bit bitter. Mm. Um, yeah. It's like a a uh, slightly cloudy amber color. It's not, yeah, not like white as some pale ales can be. Yeah, no, it's um, it's holding its head well, mm. and um, the aftertaste is just as pleasant as the flavor mm. while you're actually drinking it. Mm. It's yeah, this is a very nice one. Mm. It's it's good. I'm I'm pleased with this one. Mm. So pale ales, yeah, as we sort of hinted at earlier, there's a huge huge category of them. Uh, we have a a pale ale episode. It's probably about a year or so ago now, where we went into depth about the the category where you because you've got pale ale is a category of ales, and you've got like amber ale, golden ale, um, you've got you know your typical pale ales. It's just a a ale made with pale malt. Yeah, and so even um, even your IPAs are. Technically, a technically pale. a pale ale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, this obviously is not an IPA. This is very no. definitely no. It's not, just not hoppy a, enough. <laughs> it's it's your stock pale ale. Yeah, and mm. but it's nice now. Obviously, without trying the others, I'm I'm not game to attempt to put this in a top, middle, bottom. Yeah. Yes, because we we don't know what else it's sitting with. That is true. I mean, it's a very reasonably priced one, this one, because I, I know exactly what it is. Mm. Um, very reasonably priced, but we might get more expensive ones. We don't know. Yes. Well, do, do you want to say what you think it is? No. That will spoil the fun for the rest of the You're going to episode. save it till the end. Yep. I sure am. Okay. Well, let's... Um I suppose attempt to describe the the flavors of this particular one a bit a bit better than we have so far. We've been very vague so far, mm. I think. Okay, so there's a little bit of apple. Um, I guess beer, hoppy beer. That little bit of um, cured meat flavor has um, crept through, but that's could that could be because we're using steins. Mm, perhaps, because the, the steins bring out the bigger, bolder flavours. The bottom notes. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm noticing that there's a pleasant, understated effervescence to it as well. It's not mm. It's not excessively bubbly. Yeah. it. It's the kind of, kind of nice, neat bubbles, as opposed to the big, sort of bo- bold bubbles that fill your mouth and make the thing feel frothy. Yeah, and it, uh, it makes it... Very easy to drink. Yeah. It goes down very easily, but it's still, it's holding its head really well, despite yeah. despite the non-excessive, non-large bubbles. bubbles. So, I mean, you can visibly, I mean, you can't, you can't see this, but we can, <laughs> we can visibly see the bubbles rising up in the glass. And mm. There's still quite a lot of them, but they don't show any signs of stopping. Yeah. I mean, it is slightly less fizzy than when I first poured it. Well, yes. Uh, but that's to be expected. Yes, time um, has passed. If I was served one of these at a bar, I would be very, very happy with what I got. Yeah, so 
I guess, because we haven't really done this before in our uh, attempts to blind taste test things. Mm. How many bottle caps would you give this one? Uh, the problem is I know what it is. <laughs> so I'm already uh, biased towards rating it what I know to be true. Um, but I suppose I'd put this about a seven and a half to eight. Hmm. High praise. Hmm. It's a good beer. It is. I, I, I admit it is a good beer. I would probably put it around the, I guess this, yeah, it's probably seven and a half, hmm. seven, seven and a half mark. Just a, a half a bottle cap lower than than where you would put it, just because I don't know what it is and you refuse to tell me. <laughs> That's where the fun is. <laughs> All right, so we're going to uh, pause the episode and finish these drinks in our own time and then go get some, go get the next round of beverages, round of beers. Don't go anywhere. All right, and we are back. We've finished our drinks. We've finished our drinks and we have the... Uh, mystery beer the second in front of us yes preparing now to open number two yep all the crinkles we're going to try and do what I did last time and open it we're going to try and do what I did last time and open it through the bag oh I hadn't thought about that I hadn't thought about opening it through the bag I just sort of tried not to look at the cap so, pouring away. Ooh, it's about the same color. Mm. It's clear, however. The, this is definitely filtered, whatever it is. Um, the head sticks around a bit better too. Or maybe that's just my pouring. Uh, it is a slightly darker color, more golden than uh, amber. Yeah. It is clear. Oh, crystal clear. I can can see you right through it. I can literally see through it. Yep. And um, there's no unlike the last one which was a little foggy. Yeah, a little cloudy. And yeah, this one is yeah, definitely filtered crystal clear. Crisp is the the look. All right. But does it have that clean crisp taste? Let's find <laughs> Let's find out. Cheers. Oh, the smell is very fruity. Fruitier than the last one, I dare mm. say. It Oh, it definitely is. Less hoppy. Yeah. actually, or Less typical mm. hops. Smells um, almost like a tropical ale. Smells, I say, because I've not tasted it yet. But It tastes fruitier, for sure. It's a little more bitter. Um, I suppose a little less uh, typical beery as well. That typical beer yeasty mm. flavor. I know what this one is. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of your favorites. Well, this is one that I've. Um, there's a particular place that, well, a cinema, in fact, that I like a going cinema. to that has this on tap. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I don't recognize it. Because they've only got two on tap, I think. Two or three on tap. Only two that I bother drinking. <laughs> one's one's Cricketer's Arms and the other one is this. Ah. If this is what I think it is. 
Okay. I like it. I think this one's nicer than the other one, actually. I think this is nicer mm. than number one. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that little bit of extra bitterness, but the little bit of extra fruitiness to sort of balance it out. Mm. And it's still not excessively fizzy. It, I think it's a, a smidge sweeter as well. Just a smidge. Yeah, it's got an interesting flavor profile. And the, the aftertaste kind of uh, hangs on the front of the palate a bit. Mm. I like it. But yeah, not in an unpleasant way. It's... I'm very fond of this. Yes, <laughs> I think this is more in more towards golden ale territory, g- going with the color. Mm. Uh, golden ales tend to be made from, um, well, they tend to be slightly darker, more uh, golden uh, malts, and um, or slightly slightly darker malts than the pale 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 colors um one of my favorite golden ales is james squire chancer and that tastes similar to this but not as not actually actually not as good this is nicer than than the chancer yeah i i would agree with that like i am also quite fond of the chancer but yeah i'm I like this. I don't want to say too much about it because I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Just like you're pretty sure you knew what the first one was. Yeah. Well, it would be harder to tell if I didn't have that first beer very, very recently. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm half tempted to look at the cap. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to ruin it for myself. Don't I won't. do it. I won't do it. Yeah. This is nice. I... I think this is our top. Mm. So I think I'd probably give this one eight, eight and a half bottle caps. Mm, me too. Eight and a half for me. Um, this is our top. This is the, the, the top beer of our evening, I believe. Well, I'd like to hope you're wrong and somehow that the number three is better than this. Like liquid gold? Like liquid gold. Because wouldn't that be nice? I don't know how. I don't know how it would be. Because this is really pleasant. Mm. But I guess we'll... Uh, get my hopes up, mate. Yeah, I guess we'll finish these off. <laughs> and then we'll crack into the third. And then you can all prepare yourselves for the big reveal. Mm. One more beer to go. And we are back and ready for beer the third. Beer the third. I still have no idea what this is. I'm expecting this one to be the cheap one, but expectations are what we're trying to avoid with these blind tasters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just want to expect the unexpected. Yeah. All right. I see you've got the knack down for opening it in the bag, whereas I yep. still haven't. I have successfully opened it in the bag without that was a, giving away what it is. That was a challenge to open, actually. Oh, it's popped up. Can't be all that bad, surely. Mm, it's a light golden color. Light amber. 
Oh, is it? It, it poured like it was a light amber color. Mm, but it seems a dark. Uh, it's a much darker color. It's definitely not filtered. Oh, yeah. Can't see through this one at all. Yeah. It's, it's even less filtered than the, um, than the first one. Yeah, it's a very cloudy amber color mm. and almost no head on this. Yeah. Maybe that's what's making it darker than what it was pouring as. The, mm. the cloudiness, therefore, lack of light. Perhaps. Mm. Yeah. But it's, uh, it smells really fruity. Oh, it does. Hmm. Well, it almost doesn't smell like beer at all. It's it. It kind of smells like a cheap fruity, it's like uh, uncomplex. Hmm. But is that what you're thinking, or is that just your expectations coming to the fore? Is he? That's the problem. I don't know. Yeah. So we're we're just going to have to taste. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a lot of flavour to this one. Yeah, it's not unpleasant. Oh, no. Um, But it's uncomplicated. Not complicated. Um, I think there's a little, like, a a note of honey and mango to it. Yeah, there's not really much specifically that I can put my finger on, though. Like, there's a sweetness, there's a fruitiness. Mm. It's a little bit hoppy. I think... Mango is definitely in there, like a hint of mango. Mm, that, yeah. That's the kind of fruitiness we're talking, like tropical tropical fruits. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's definitely some mm. some tropicalness to it. Yes, but it's um the bubbles are, are bigger and stick around longer on the tongue. Yeah, which is interesting because mm. they're, they're not sitting around on the top the yeah. way they did with the ones that had smaller bubbles. It kind of makes me think that it might be carbonated later. Perhaps. Because mm. there's a bit of bitterness to it and the flavors are not particularly complex. So, I'm yeah, I'm honestly leaning towards the cheap end on this one. Yeah, admittedly, I think in the in the bottle cap ratings area, I would probably put this around a six and a half, seven. Oh, that's higher than I would have rated it. I'd give this a five and a half to six. Just because it's... I mean, it's nice. And if I didn't care what I was drinking, if I just wanted a thirst quencher or something to cool me down on a hot day, it's fine. But if I'm looking for a... Uh, flavoursome craft beer, this wouldn't be it. Oh, no, either of the other two would definitely mm. come in over the top. But, you know, we made that pretty clear with our bottle cap ratings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's not bad, but not good either. Not, not, not good. as good. Not great is what I'm trying to say. Yes. So then, shall we do the reveal? Yeah, I can't really think of anything else to say about this one aside from it's pale ale, it's amber coloured. It's it's unfiltered. It's a little hoppy, a little bitter, a little mm. fruity. Yeah, but not a lot of anything. Yeah. 
All right. Here you goes. We'll do uh, last first. Yes, let's. Let's do it in reverse order. All right. Here we go. We have Gage, Gage Rhodes Brewing Co. Pale Ale. Atomic Pale Ale. Dry hopped and unfiltered. So craft beer. American Pale Ale. There you go. Oh. That explains the um, refreshingness. And, mm, and the hoppiness. Yeah. Yeah, because they do love their hoppiness over mm. there. So on the back of the label, it says, there was no better place for a 1940s secret submariner to get his land legs than back on... There, there was no better place for a 1940s secret submariner to get his land legs back than Dockside in Fremantle. A tribute to those heady times, this American-style pale ale is dry-hopped with four U.S. hops and bottle and bottled unfiltered for flavor and freshness. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see that they've definitely bottled it unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for, for flavor, it has one. <laughs> but it's uncomplicated. It's uncomplicated. That doesn't mean it's bad. It just no. it's just not particularly nuanced. Mm. It depends what you want, I guess. It's refreshing. It's pleasant. Yeah. I'm the, enjoying drinking the, it. The the labels and the um, description kind of make me think that it's supposed to be pricey, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think this because because it's an American style, mm. and it's it's a four point seven percent. Yeah, one point two standards. Yeah, so if that's you're in pretty, Australia, pretty right. regular. So then number two. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So and for number two, we have we have the Four Pines Pale Ale, really, which is exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> No bottle cap necessary. No bottle cap necessary. I, yep. I thought it was the Four Pines Pale. Mm. It is definitely the one that I have watched a film while drinking on a number of occasions. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really nice. Um, Four Pines is quite pricey, isn't it? Oh, well, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll we'll do the last one and then I'll check the receipt mm. and we'll. See where they each sit. Yeah, but um, yeah, certainly on tap, it's not a particularly cheap. Yeah, one to have. I've, I've had that one before, not recently, but I've had it, and I remember it being quite pricey. Well, it's nice though. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. it's, it's nice. Oh yeah. But, the downside about drinking beer from blind taster is mm. that we're smashing down beers, and I just get so much gas. Yeah. <laughs> I must say one of one of the things that I really like about this whole um, classier movie experience thing that has sprung mm-hmm. up over the last couple of years is being able to sit in a movie theater drinking a glass of pale ale. Yeah, I can see how that's enjoyment enjoyable because mm. I enjoy doing it at home, like drinking a beer or two with watching a movie with a yeah. friend or a loved one. I don't know. I haven't got a loved one. All the single beers. I love you, Stuart. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Um, yeah, like being able to... to like uh, alcohol is a social lubricant. 
It helps you socialize. It helps you, you know, it can help you relax. Um, it, it's got the the uh, stereotype of being a relaxing kind of drink. Mm. And it's just a pleasant beverage. Mm. Which is, yeah, why, especially since most beers are at their best from the tap. And while there's not, while not every place you might go to that will allow you to have a beer to drink during your entertainment will be able to get it to you on tap. It's bloody fantastic when you can get it on tap. Mm. Which is why we're pouring it into glasses instead of drinking it out of the bottles. Yeah, exactly. Because the number of times I've gone to a place Mm. and ordered a really nice ale or something Mm. and they just hand me the bottle or hand me the can... (laughs) And then they look at you funny when you ask for a glass. Yeah. Well, they they don't know. They're not part of the in crowd. Yeah, they, they <laughs> don't know that the glass is the best way to drink it. Yeah. All right, number one. What do we have here? What do we have here? We have... Well, you, you know what it is. You already knew. I was right. It's the James Squire 150 Lashes. Mm. And I knew it was familiar, but yeah. I couldn't put my finger on it. I, I just think I don't drink the 150 lashes as often as you do. Oh, oh no. Because um, I I drank a whole lot of James Squire before uh, we had our craft brewery tour. Because I, I thought James Squire was the bee's knees. It's still really good, but it's not amazing anymore. Yeah, it's nice, it's pleasant, it's very mm. enjoyable. And because it's uh, not really considered a craft beer anymore, it's available many, many places because they they think it's the the thing to have. The, yeah, they... The expensive range, mm, I guess. They produce too much of it to technically be a craft beer anymore. Mm, they definitely started that way. Yeah, it's, it's still craft beer style, mm. and but it's really, it's just become a high-end beer. Hmm. That is true. Very, very true. So, I guess now we check the receipt and see if we were right about our price points. <laughs> All right. So, before you uh, read it out, we thought the uh, Four Pines is the topmost one. Yes. The James Squire is the middle. Yep. And the Atomic Pale Ale is the... The Gage Rhodes Atomic Pale Ale is the low end. That's what we thought. And what it came down to... Is was that the lowest to high? So lowest to highest, the atomic was the cheapest. Ah, I thought so. Yeah, good to know that we were right. Followed by the four pines. Really? Yes. Though the difference between the four pines and the one fifty lashes, yep, was negligible. Uh-huh. Are we talking like ten cents? But we're talking uh, 20 cents. 20 cents. Shit. Of course, that's... Oh. Oh. i got to work out the... Because um, there was a 20% off. They gave me 20% off, which was hmm. pretty good. Which explains the, explains the uh, $23. Yeah, explains the $23. But that means I need so to... So, it's what, 24 so cents. Plus 20, so, we're, we're talking... Yeah, so probably about 40 cents a bottle difference. Oh, that's stuff all. Between, yeah, between the Four Pines and the 150 Lashes. Amazing. And the 150 Lashes is the more expensive. Wow. 
only just, but still. So the Four Pines is definitely a better beer. Oh, I, I agree that the Four Pines is a better beer. I think the 150 has just, it's had that hard push. Mm. The, it's been marketed very well. Very well. Especially since there's a James Squire bar in South Bank. Mm. And yeah, yeah, so of course, economics and supply and demand. And when demand is high, price goes up. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter that the Four Pines is better. Because people don't know about it. Because they don't know, exactly. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. So, there you have it. So, we picked the Four Pines to be the better, the best one out of the three. Um, James Squire to be middle of the range. And the Atomic Pale Ale to be on the bottom end. This is going off uh, flavor profiles and taste and texture. Um, and I guess experience. Yeah. And Disre- of course, disregarding the, the labeling and the marketing. Well, doing our best to disregard the labeling and the marketing, because mm. obviously you knew what the 150 lashes was as soon as you drank it. Mm. And I knew the four pines as soon as I drank it. Yeah. But you still thought the four pines was better than the first one. Oh, yeah. And admittedly, had the first one been better, I'd have said, oh, this is this is better. Mm. But but, but it not, wasn't the case It, it was time. not the case, no. Hmm. So how about that? Yeah. Um, so, dear listeners, if you try those three and you disagree with us, do let us know. Yeah. And the details we'll provide momentarily. Yeah. If you think we were wrong, send us an email to a good drop at gmail.com. And if you haven't already, hit that likes button, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. You can find us as a good drop all about alcohol on uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, and um, if you'd like to comment, if you'd like to share a picture of your favorite pale ale with us or anything like that, you can find us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram as a good drop podcast Hmm. and if you want to check out our backlog of many many episodes we're over a hundred now you can find our website at agooddrop.com.au so be sure to tune in next time when we talk all about uh, introductory wines yeah Um, we're doing a a beginner basics episode again I mean we we threatened to uh, do one of these episodes a long time ago so here we are yeah for the wines that you drink to get a taste for wines when you don't have it yet and for for good tips on how to how to pick a easy to drink wine or how to gift a how to find a good wine to gift when you don't know much about it yes that should be a a good one for for anybody and everybody yeah for all you wine novices out there like me (laughs) so uh until then yeah until next time cheers. cheers